Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody. And I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition app. Pick any program and just follow it step by step, like 21-Day Fix, Insanity, P90X, T25, and Pio. These programs really work. And this is your one chance to try them for free. Go to BeachbodyFree.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equal $13.89 per month per 1000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5222. Ladies and gentlemen, Vleeties 2.0. It's Thursday night, so we have a pay-per-view to watch. Uh, is Bloody Mania a pay-per-view? It technically is, right? That's an iPay-per-view. It's part of an iPay-per-view, yeah, from The Gathering. Yes, awesome. Okay, good. So it is topical. It is still a pay-per-view. You're right. I was wrong. But you mentioned before we got some news. I just got done watching the last hour of Impact from tonight. Tonight was the go-home show for Turning Point. So wrestling doesn't stop, even though tonight's a big night for me. I've been so excited to talk to you because you're a juggalo. You're a self-admitted juggalo. I was listening to some juggalo music today to get in the mindset of what it's like to talk to a juggalo. And as I said last uh, last on Tuesday, you know, where, where we, when we last spoke, I think that the reason I'm so successful is because I actually listen to the, to the Joker's cards and follow the Dark Carnival to a T. And I think what they want for all of us is to have – very nice paying jobs that are in that nine to five window. They want us to wear a suit and tie to work every day. As long as we're a good person, we can still get into Shangri-La because we do not want to go to Hell's Pit. Right. That is possibly what the meaning is behind it. But then there's even more Joker's cards discussed, like my death pop. Well, yeah, this the second deck and the third deck, not for me. All right. I, I'm checked <laughs> out. I, I'm still as a, I, I guess you would call me a Neo Juggalo. I am only maybe I'm a classical juggalo. Maybe that's maybe I'm a Renaissance juggalo where I'm only interested in the first six cards. Everything after that, like I, I don't believe Gino that they were actually on some sort of a mission from God, but maybe they kind of were. Maybe they had this weird premonition of we're gonna make people think that we're wicked clowns that murder people and rip heads off, and we're going chicken hunting to kill rednecks and stuff. Even though most of our fans are probably rednecks, isn't Michigan like a weird area where there's some parts of Michigan, like even Kid Rock? Kid Rock is from Romeo, Michigan. ICP's from Michigan. They could easily just say, "Yeah, I'm from Podunk, Tennessee," as well. Like it all kind of fits, right? You know. Some parts of Michigan, yeah, but I don't know if Detroit entirely would be considered like that general area be considered like redneck. I think so. I think Michigan with lakes, anywhere there's a lake, you're pretty much a redneck. If you don't have the ocean, you're a redneck. According to California and New York, if you don't, if you're not in those two, you're a redneck. That's just how it works. Sorry, rural Washington. Even in California, if you were in Death Valley or something, Gino, you're a redneck. Okay, so we're all rednecks. They're going chicken hunting for pedophiles. Isn't that what that song's kind of about? More or less, like it's pedophiles and uh, just the rich people who just are bigots. See, did you see Zach Stacy today, Gino? I know this isn't hashtags and headlines, but Zach Stacy beat up his wife. I feel like we need to, or his girlfriend rather, the mother of his children. I think we need to go chicken hunting for Zach Stacy because that was insane. He threw her in the into the TV like he was in Wrestle House too. 
Uh, see that thing? That's a real television. It's not a work television like they would have in Wrestle House. I'm not. I'm not happy about this Wrestle House too. By the way, I just we just finished. TWFS says, "Wake up, Gino." Wake up, Gino. I'm awake. This is a this is for the juggalos tonight, all right? This is for your people. This is for your subculture. And I'm do I'm so excited to talk about juggalo culture. I don't want you to hide it either. I, I've noticed that with every juggalo I come across when I say, Oh, this is great. You're a juggalo. Like I know juggalos aren't ready to have somebody excited to talk to them about juggalo culture and what it means to be a juggalo but i'm here okay i need you to be the most juggalo you've ever been and i know that in the juggalo culture there is a little bit of a self-deprecating like no we understand we're not the coolest people in the world i need you to think that being a juggalo is cool just for one night i mean that's true i do try to be but yes the og brought up a good point is that juggalos are a gang in the government side of things so again both as a wrestling fan and as a musician fan, I am in two gangs, MDK and the Juggalos. But even the – well, MDK is not uh, recognized by the FBI. And even the Juggalo thing, it's only recognized by the FBI. You're still good with the NSA, the CIA. Like, it's just one little fraction of the government. It really is like – it. Decay doesn't like you. If, if the world was Impact Wrestling, only Decay is the one who doesn't like you. So how come Decay needs Johnny Bravo's blood, Gino? If we can make this about Impact and Juggaloism – because I because we're gonna watch Bloody Mania five, but as I like to do, and we are live on multiple platforms right now. So before we start streaming a, a pay per view, we're obviously gonna hop off of YouTube. We're gonna hop off of uh, Facebook. We're getting off all the ones that aren't fun. Trovo's where it's at, my friends. Trovo.live slash Fleeties. So I, I'm trying to get it from you, Gino. Like this is it. This is a big night for us. Impact Wrestling had a really good go home show going into this turning point, and. Again, I pose the question, is Impact Wrestling really good because my expectations are down here? Or if I showed this to somebody who watches SmackDown, would they think this is a good show? I think it's because of how we are like kind of the hardcore fans that have watched wrestling for years and we know when wrestling's bad, at least television wrestling. Some people don't know like real, real bad wrestling because they don't entirely watch like garbage stuff like I have done before. Sure. So, like, they do have, like, lower expectations. They do think, like, Impact because they think Indies. They realize, like, Impact's a little bit bigger, like, better than some Indies that they would hear about in their local area. But not even comparing it to another Indie. I'm trying to compare it to WWE. Like, I'm trying to compare it to AEW. Where is Impact? And I know that it's below both of those. I know it's above, you know, SWE. But I'm still looking at it like... This is my own little backyard promotion. Like this match with Josh Alexander and Minoru Suzuki, I think you'll agree, was fantastic. But it was in front of 85 people. The crowd, like they were into it as much as an 85-person crowd could be into it. As much as a crowd that had just watched uh, a two-month or one-month with the TV tapings in one day, as much as they could be into it, they were into it. But if this match was in a 10,000 seat arena, does it get the same reaction? Does it feel the same? Does it feel better? I never know where to go with impact because sometimes I hear some of these promos like Mercedes Martinez cut a backstage promo tonight that I thought was really good. But yep. if she cuts that promo on raw, do I think it sucks now? Like I, I maybe that WWE bubble puts this thing over my face and I only like what they tell me to like. So when I'm watching impact, everything seems really good. It's that might be the case because again, I would see like the Mercedes promo and the little segments we had here and there, like the 
backstage with Ace Austin and Chris Sabin, which I don't know if you saw. Or if I you came, that. yeah, I came in after that. Right after that, yeah. So like that, if it was on WWE, it might be like, oh, it's just one of these type of segments. But also, like their production in the backstage cameras are different than the main cameras they use on the stage. Right. So like in WWE though, it's pretty much the same. So like it feels the same. It's all just formulaic the way they do because they have to use the same type of cameras they don't make certain segments feel different or unique right it's all glossed over with their perfect cameras i know well that's what see but you just used a great word with their perfect cameras like now when i watch wwe it does feel like i'm watching the nfl like i'm watching major league baseball you bring up a really good point with impact i don't feel that way it feels a lot more bootstrapped it feels a lot more like a bunch of guys got together and started a wrestling company and i love that about it you know i don't know if you watch uh I, maybe you've heard of ring of honor gino but the briscoes uh did like a farewell address on instagram today talking about final battle and it was fantastic production wise i'm watching this thinking is this as good as wwe or do i only love it because it is shitty ring of honor not that ring of honor is necessarily shitty as far as the content i just mean like when you they're going out of business okay like crummy ring of honor let's say it like that let's get all the feces off of them that's still a good product in my head for some reason uh, i'm excited for this final battle i think i'm clear that weekend we might do a companion for ring of honor hell yeah and i'd be up for it man it's gonna be an amazing show we have to do it as like the goodbye the final show having these amazing talents jonathan gresham having his Ugh. new promotion which is going to be interesting to see i knew you were going to say that, that amazing amazing talent like jonathan gresham he's one of my least favorite wrestlers he's one of my least favorite and he is the main event of this ring of honor the final show maybe they're going for the the ec3 effect in tna like this is the death now like this is it we're done with Ring of Honor. Jonathan Gresham is going to be the last thing you see holding up this big gold belt. And it's going to be, oh, I understand why it's gone now. So, yeah, that that's why why him out of every wrestler they have there. Jonathan Gresham, that's the guy that we're sending. Like that, This is the final battle. The last battle in Ring of Honor history is Jonathan Gresham. The man who did all he could to push the pure division to where it is today having these amazing matches but where is it it gets to be in the world title picture where is it gino because aren't they going out of business like that's what i'm trying to say like it's they not they are but like they have a story still they wanted to tell they wanted to still focus on the story of jonathan gresham finally getting into that world title picture and winning for uh, his first yeah i don't know i just i think we're, we're glossing over a lot of talent to make sure that we get this match that i don't think that many people wanted i, I like look i watched a pure a pure rules match i thought it was interesting i thought it was unique but it's not like hey this is the last show we're ever going to do in ring of honor history jonathan gresham is like the farewell like this is that feel good moment they think a lot of their fans have been wanting and maybe it is i'm not i'm obviously not a diehard ring of honor fan but I, I'm just I see what they're doing now and it makes me realize that's why they're going under but un, underneath all of that and also that 19th anniversary show was terrible but underneath all of that stuff <laughs> like Bandito and Jonathan Gresham sounds like a 205 live match not just because their it's weight be a good match not Bandito's just, great not just because of their weight I'm just saying like that doesn't seem like it seems like if that was on WWE it wouldn't be advertised if it was part of impact wrestling it would be on What's the show they're doing on Saturday road or Sunday, Friday road to turning point or something Don't they have like, so they have a mini show in front of turning point. Yeah, I believe they do, but like, it's like kind of their countdown show. Cause I'll probably also be on their pre-show thing that they'll do. 
Yeah, they, they must have taped between that'll be on. They, they must have taped like some dark matches or something, and they're going to release them for this countdown or turning point, like Finjuice versus um, Decay. Like that as a tag team match isn't necessarily like there's no build up to that at all. So they just kind of said, "Oh, we'll put this on the countdown show," which isn't that'll a terrible be the way idea. to prove Finjuice that they have their heart back. They actually are focused again. Like if you are lost focus. if you're Impact and you have this this YouTube channel, you can do nine hours of television on a Saturday. Yep. And just go, oh, it's going to be capped off at Turning Point. So this, but again, this the Suzuki match in Alexander was was fantastic. Uh, as far as back and forth, the way it was wrestled was not what I expected. I think I kind of expected, like, because even uh, I think even your favorite Matt Striker was talking about how he's not wrestling. Uh, he, he's he's not wrestling like you would think, like Gotch style catch as catch can wrestling. It felt more like a brawl. And Josh Alexander is like trying to wrestle, and he wants to wrestle Suzuki. And Suzuki kind of real. Now this is me being such a mark. Suzuki realizes I don't know if I can beat Josh Alexander in a straight up wrestling match. I have to fight him. I got to punch him. I have to kick him because when we start doing suplexes and stuff, that's where I'm going to lose. And that's kind of what ended up happening. Yeah. So what an amazing match. Like, did it live up to the in your head? Does it live up to the hype? Did it fall below or did it surpass? It lived up to the hype that I had because I knew this was going to be an amazing contest. And even Matt Stryker didn't set up the again he said that this could set up for them running this back and eventually on a bigger stage and hopefully it does because these two should have another match because yeah. this was an amazing match the finish was great suzuki going for his sleeper then going for the gotcha style pile driver but josh be able to roll into it roll out of it well, such an amazing match and that's and that's what i mean like it surpassed what i thought i'm not i, I love the suzuki hype it seems like us american marks like he just shows up and we're like, yes, yes. Now, as far as him having a great match, it's not he, all these match like his Daniel Bryan match was good, but it's not like I watched that. Like I didn't stand up and start clapping at the end of that. Like this one, I, I dropped everything I was doing. I wanted to go live and actually like watch it with you. Like I was thinking, oh, let's just put it on. And then I got just so distracted. I was just sitting there watching it. Like, not on my computer. I was in I was in the living room and just sitting there like, this is fucking great. I can't stop watching this. The back and forth is awesome. I'm so invested in the Josh Alexander character. But if I could complain, why is his wife getting all this screen time? Are we pivoting to some sort of mix match challenge? Why? I know that she's a wrestler now, but why are we... Because even at the end, when they show he wins, he's all tired, and they show his wife, and Matt Striker's like, "That's what it's all about, his family." And I was like, oh, "I don't." Is it? I kind of yes. want. I want him to be the walking weapon. I want him to be a badass, tough guy. And now he's still it's is. no, no, he's not. It's not about wins. He's and doing losses. it for his family now. He's being the walking weapon. He's proving himself to be yeah. this champion against for his family as the weapon. I want him to be a kick-ass monster like he was when he was X-Division champion or right before he won that X-Division title. It was just, I'm here to break ankles. I'm here to pile drive people, and that's all that matters. He was doing all this stuff without his wife in the crowd going, woo! Like, that kind of kills it for me. That ruins a little bit of the mystique. Like, what if Goldberg uh, was smashing people in WCW and after every match we get to see his wife going, woo! And we've seen this for like many wrestlers from the past and like not past past, but recent past that where is, the that, person's loved one is there and they're doing it for them, whether they're babyface heel or a monster. That doesn't make it okay. Like it's cool for one moment. Like the, the moment of Bound for Glory where his, his wife and kid are in the ring and he gets speared. Amazing moment. Outstanding. 
But now every time he wins a match, woo! Like how long until this is Charmel with Booker T and we just get sick of it? Like we 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 don't need a valet all the time. We don't always need a spouse there. And, and even even so, like you think about who's done it recently. Like when Kobe did it with his kids, that was great. Even his wife getting involved. It's always like a one off. This is I'm worried, you know, this is going to become a regular thing and we're going to get a Velvet Sky Chris Saban scenario at any moment. And that wasn't an entirely bad scenario to bring up that because I thought it was a decent idea that they tried to do well. But like that's the impact has good ideas that do end up not going the way that people expect. Like Russell so House, hopefully it does. Like Russell House won, right? Like everybody agrees. Like universally, I feel like that's disliked by the Impact Faithful, which, by the way, I love that they call us that. Yes, yeah. because people are faithful to stay with the company. There are people that leave that are not committed, like right. I am, who's been through the trenches with the company mm-hmm. through the hard times. And did you? Like, there are those that have. And did you renew your Impact Ultimate Insiders? I did. Okay, thank goodness. I'm committed to. Sub- this company. I might cancel Peacock. I'm a, I'm, I'm loving this, I'm loving this Ultimate Insiders. But I'm just I watched this show tonight, and when they said like there was a little bit too much of that stuff that I don't like. Like you're pointing out, Wrestle House Two is coming back. Yes, Johnny Bravo had a match. I was like, oh, this guy wrestles. Like there was a lot yes. a lot of moments on the show, and you were watching it on a different time stream than I was. Somehow I was watching yes. it on it. I was watching on my Ultimate Insiders, Gino. Maybe you've heard there of it. Was a, I, I did, but I was watching it over on the Fight Network. Oh, that, is it free on Fight? Uh, it's on Fight Network, what's, not Fight TV. Oh, what's There's Fight Network? I never even heard of that. That is a completely different thing that's in like Canada and some parts of the U.S. Did but you, yeah, I was watching it on Fight Network. Do you pay for that? Yes. Is it for? I don't know what this is. Okay, so you were like streaming it illegally for some reason, even though we have Ultimate Insiders. Yes, so, because your, I, I wanted to watch it live in the moment. I you did couldn't not want wait. To be behind. Yeah. You I couldn't. I had you, to be in the moment. You even couldn't wait. Had to, you, to watch it. You couldn't wait thirty minutes to watch it ad free and on the service that you pay for. You stole. Yes. You stole it and watched it with commercials. But I could still watch it while supporting. So technically, I did support and I do have the right to be able to do. in what way did you support by paying the five so by you, still paying yeah. the five dollars a month well, okay. i support impact hey i'm with it i'm like i'm a pirate myself gina all right i'm just saying but i i agree with you where uh this so i messaged you during the show we were kind of messaging back and forth and when you did say this is going to be a great match when you had sent me that I was seeing Fala Ba walk to the ring, and I was like, "This guy's not serious. He doesn't mean." Ba is good though. We know. No Ba. No Ba is good. Yes, but a six-man tag involving, first of all, a six-man tag, and then also it involved Johnny Swinger, who yes is hilarious, but not like a good. Everyone in this match is is a fine character, but it's not like they're gonna have a Daniel Bryan Minoru Suzuki match. Okay, Hernandez would. He, Malachi Black says mess. Taboo Tuesday was robbed. No one wants to watch this JCW backyard bullshit. We want to see Uncle Eric get his head shaved. No, Nathan, you should have voted then. What are you talking? Like, look at the poll. No one wants to watch Taboo Tuesday unless Gene Snitsky's there going at Taboo Tuesday. We're gonna do this match. Like he only had an accent when he was talking about Taboo Tuesday. We're here to celebrate the Juggalo culture. We have a Juggalo in our in our midst. So I really enjoyed Impact tonight. I'm excited for Turning Point. You mentioned news. Did I already did I hit the news yet, or did I miss no, it? No, you have not hit the news. What's, uh, again, so, we've heard recently about that WWE has been doing something that is going to become a regular thing, and just announced today 
Eight more releases came. No shit. There were more releases today? Yes, today more people. Why did you released. let me talk for 24 minutes about Impact and Ring of Honor when there's <laughs> Impact is more important today, but that's also important. People lost their job. There's WWE. Now they didn't lose their job, Gino. They, they're no longer with WWE. It's like a Major League Baseball player, okay? They're going to be fine. They're going to go somewhere better. Don't look at it as them losing their job. Looking at them, look at it as them being freed. You're free to go wrestle somewhere fun like Impact. You can go to Wrestle House. How exciting is that? People in the chat on YouTube, by the way, were, oh, I can't wait to see Tommy Dreamer and Taya return at Wrestle House too. Like, that's what they're – and then you you even messaged me like, I wonder how it's going to work without Tommy and Taya. Like, it sucked. It didn't work with Tommy and Taya anyway. It, it's, it didn't work with either one of those peeps. Match time was the best part when they had a match that Tommy just came out of nowhere and just yelled, it's match time. But when you say that's the best part, I I, I don't. That's one of them. Next, also Susie having diarrhea and being crazy and right. then turning into Sue occasion. All right. So either or, let's focus yes. on on the news. Then you're saying that there's news. You're saying wrestlers Eight. were released. What happened? Again, Mister John Lawrence, as reported by Sean Rossap on his Twitter, he said that just yet again via emails, it's from Budget Cuts that Derry be released. Jomo top dollar. Ashanti the Adonis. Oh, wait, you got to go slower. Way slower. Way, way slower. Okay. Right. You said Jomo. That's John Morris. Where's he been at anyway? Uh, He was finding his chi. Remember, maybe you haven't seen those backstage sex. They were kind of there trying with the uh, 24-7 division where he was backstage finding his chi, trying to unlock his chi within himself. Kind of. Hopefully, I was going to see him turn into Johnny Mundo, but. Nope, he's just released now. I'm actually fine that he's released. I think him going back to WWE was a mistake. Like it, and, and we, and I know that I do this a lot when it comes to Impact. All these, it was a theme for a while. Austin yeah. Aries is the Impact champion. He lost the belt. He leaves. Johnny Johnny Mundo wins it. He loses it. He leaves. Michael did Michael? I always do that. Did Michael Logan win it? So everybody who was kind of Brian Cage was another example. Won the belt, lost it, left. Everybody just loses that belt and moves on. Ty, uh, not Ty, Tessa. Tessa wins it, COVID, she doesn't want to come back, she leaves. Uh, so it seemed like uh, like six of the last 15 champions are all no longer with the company. So we lost Johnny Mundo, and he's probably going back to Impact. I love it. And then it looks like you said the rest of Hit Row was released, right? Yes, the other three topped out of Ashanti and Isaiah. I don't, and I don't mind that. I like Isaiah Swerve Scott. It took a while for me to get on board with him. I kind of don't hit row. Everybody seems to like it. Everybody, you know, was on board with it. I liked Isaiah Swerve Scott on his own. I liked Ashanti the Adonis on Two Hundred Five Live. Top Dollar I liked on Hidden Treasures. And when they got rid of B Fab, I kind of thought, okay, that's interesting. This group is already getting smaller. Now that the group is just gone. I have no idea why. Like they remember, there was a draft a few weeks ago. Like if you're a kid yes. and you watch this show and you don't follow the message boards or anything, you have no idea what happens to these people, right? Why? Why are they gone already? Yeah, that thing. You're just gonna feel like they just disappeared. But I, again, you and I were fans of Isaiah even before Davy when he was kill shot, and you would Shane Strickland. I caught him like near the end of Shane Strickland turning into Swerve. But, like, I was, again, a big fan of his, and it's going to be good seeing him back on the independent scene because I would love for Shane Strickland to wrestle at Chris Bay right now. I think that would be an amazing match. Sure, yeah, there's a lot. Of, and, and, again, nobody's getting fired or, like, nobody's losing their jobs. It really is they're going to other places to wrestle now, and it's going to be fine. It's going to be better. 
I think that Swerve will do great in Impact. I think you even look at Swerve in MLW. MLW is kind of legit. I watched War Chamber. War yeah, Chamber was legit. I was very was. surprised by how good that presentation was. And every time I watch this show, I just think Stephen New must be the richest man in America. Like that's the <laughs> only reason. That's the only reason these shows can be on YouTube for free because every 15 minutes I have to see Stephen go go. Hi, I'm Stephen New. Rizzo Egan says Adam Pearce is brewing up a heel faction. Oh, it could be. Adam Pearce could be getting some villains together. I don't know what's going on with this company, though. We don't have Hit Row now. We don't have jo- uh, Jomo. We already got rid of Braun. Bray Wyatt's there been released. More. And you, yeah, you said there's four more. So hit me with the other four. Oh, and hold on. No, I already know one of them, I bet. Go ahead. Keep going. Uh, also, they got rid of. Our girl that I was so hopeful for since she was on Raw and they didn't do anything with her yet was Tegan Knox. Oh, that's a weird that's one that. too because Tegan did seem like as far as her time on SmackDown, she got called up to SmackDown, which didn't make sense. It was because it was Shotzi and Ember Moon as a tag team. And then they went up to the main – it seemed like they were going to go to the main roster together. For some reason, that didn't work out. So it, it was weird that we'd bring Tegan up to SmackDown and then oh, it also was weird because at that time Tegan was kind of going to refuel her feud with uh, Dakota it seemed because they had that whole promo with the phone battery charging every week and then it turned out to be Tegan and then like that next week Smackdown and then a good point by, by Nathan uh, Tegan Knox is like an injury prone person I guess I guess she's had a lot of injuries through her time in WWE so hey maybe this is good for her she, she gets to work less no house shows and shit Pfft. She's going to be great in MLW. Yes. Uh, hopefully she goes to MLW. Or I could see, because with how well they seem to be treating like the women's roster and how they've been working in AEW, they need the help. I could see her going all week. I see her at Impact. I no I don't know why. Maybe it's because I just watched Impact. They, they can use all these. Everybody that you've named except True. except Top Dollar. Top Dollar is the only one that I think is going to NWA. Like That's a lock, baby. Put him and Tyrus in a tag team. They're going to be awesome. So, okay, keep going. Another big name that got released now for his second time, Spud, Drake Maverick. (laughs) Come on. You can't say big name and then say Spud. He is Spud. Yeah, but I'm thinking you're going to say a big name. I'm like, whoa, did they release Nakamura? He's the champion right now. How are they going to do this? So, no, they got rid of Rockstar Spud, which honestly forgot he was with the company. Once they got rid of Killian Dane, it made no sense for for Maverick to stay there. So, um, he's going to be fine. He can go to anywhere else and do okay. Yes, I could hopefully see him back in Impact or wherever EC3 will end up. I should sing a song for Bleedies. I should sing him three or four. If I had a million singles, I bet he'd play them all. I wish I'd hit that high note because my voice is really low. I do not need a microphone because I'm baritone. It's not the whole fucking show. Just please, and I really wanna know where'd Kevin go? Way back in the day, uh, my song will have to wait till I get back. I need a gimmick of my own. That's what Booker T was for. Gino, thank you so much to Geezy. What an amazing song that was. It was a nice little song break, too. Thank you, Geezy. I appreciate it. Gino, what are you thinking now? That was also Geezy. He's on a bit uh, a bit frenzy, Gino. Thank you, Zach, for hitting me with that. 
Gino, what do you think? Who's next on this list? Uh, this next member on this list that got released, again, even though he was on dark matches, setting up for like a new character change, Shane Thorne. Okay. Big well, brain Shane. Yeah, all right. That's, that happened. Keep, I didn't know he was still there. Keep it going. <laughs> and the last person who got released today is Riker. No! Why did you not say the biggest name that got released? What are you doing? Again, yes, Riker, the member of Star Trek Enterprise, number two, is released. I don't know. What the, I don't get that bit. What is that bit? Commander Riker. Oh, so Star Trek Next Generation. You're making it a Star Trek reference. Yes, because his name's Rick. Jackson uh, Riker, but uh, Riker's. All right. I'm, I, hey. The greatness! Gino, all these releases fucking suck. Tell me about someone I care about. They're better. Well, Riker, Nathan, did you hear? He just said he Jackson care Riker. About people who are right leaning. He's oh, more my. independent. He's like them. I can't believe Riker. Right. Riker is an independent, by the way. I can't believe that he got. I can't believe that he's gone. This is a sad night. So I guess I guess Juggalo culture is appropriate for tonight because we're gonna get bummed out after watching this bloody mania. So yes. okay, so eight more Split down. Master Sexy says they released fucking Gunner. They're your favorite wrestler in the world, Gina. They got rid of Gunner. Remember Gunner and Murphy, your favorite tag team of the early. Murphy was the bigger man of the group. I like Murphy. You better. no, you said you like Gunner during our our Bound for Glory talk. I we, did because we were talking about Gunner, but then I was like, Murphy's the bigger man. Took you a few days to go. No, I like Murphy. Like nobody likes. Because he's back now. He's an NWA. He's doing well. All doing real well because that's all of us are watching. So yeah, I, I'm I'm a little shocked that Riker finally got released. Elias hanging in there. Tamina's hanging in there. So Tamina was the big name I thought you were gonna drop on me tonight. So no Tamina, just hit row, it seems like. Hit row, Jomo. I mean Jomo's forty, you know, that makes sense for them to get rid of that. Gunner's also about forty years old. Uh Tegan is Bobbert. Bobbert's I, interesting because he's like fifty. Who, wait, who is Bobbert? Bobbert Lashley. Oh, Franklin. Yes, but he but he looks really good though, and and he's really good at yes. his job. You want him to lose his job? No, I I want him to go to Impact. I want American Top Team. Greatness. I don't give a shit about one of those releases. He is not a fan of any. Well, of that's a things. shame, Nathan. You're not a fan of real wrestlers. You're a fan of, like the cartoon guys you get to see on WWE every week. Nate, okay, look at you, Mister NXT. You like Jordan Chase, so let's let's yes, let's no, chill out. Joe Gacy. And yeah, Andre Joe Gacy. Chase. Yeah, all these guys are the worst. It's the best characters. Read my Macho Man. I didn't even see a Macho Man. Oh, yeah. Raker. He can suck my big balls. Dig it. After the cream rises to the top. Uh-huh. What do you think, Gino? Do you think that Macho Man and Riker would have had a banger at WrestleMania 3 just like Ricky Steamboat did? Just like Ricky Steamboat, I don't think so. It would be another really good match, but I don't think it would top uh, Steamboat and Macho. Oh, I don't know. I think Riker is one of the greatest in-ring technicians ever, and we just lost him. So he's probably done wrestling, by the way. <laughs> I don't. I don't. He's probably going to be. Did you know that Jesse Goddard is like the OVW World Champion right now? Really? Yeah. I don't know why, because I was thinking about that today. I, I was listening to something where they brought up the Bromans. And how, oh, well, Robert Stone's in WWE now, and he's doing really well. And then I thought, what did happen to Jesse? Because DJZ is also in NXT, so where's Jesse at? And I looked him up. He's holding a belt in, like, every picture. He is the OVW World Heavyweight Champion. So, you know, and by World Heavyweight Champion, I mean uh, Southern Kentucky. So, yes, or, or Northern Kentucky. Sorry, Gino. Get a look at greatness! 
Thank you so much, Geezy. I'm out. Have fun, you wrestling losers. Look at this guy dropping bits all over our heads as he insults us. And yeah, Jesse Goddard's doing real good for himself. That's awesome, Gino. He's just... Nathan says, hey, Gino, you dipshit. Finish cleaning your room and go watch some Macklin and Rosemary matches because those are so amazing. What do you got to say to that, Gino? Well, here's the thing. Just tonight, we got to see an amazing Macklin match against the Rado Kid because now he gets to be infused in this match and make a triple threat where he gets to pin Laredo Kid and win the x Vision Championship. Oh, that bums me out. I, I really like yes. Trey Miguel. I think Trey Miguel just got this belt. He, he and deserves, Trey's actually going to win, I know. <laughs> he deserves a big, like, a big moment in the spotlight for him, but unfortunately it's just another triple threat mishmash. Can we get a ladder in this match? Why is Eddie Edwards versus Moose... A ladder match. Full metal mayhem. It's not ladder. Full metal mayhem. Oh, it's, just no it's, it's just pinfalls. Yes. Oh, I that's, believe that's what full metal mayhem always was. Pinfalls. No, they, they well, have all the weapons. When Rhino was doing it or whatever, there was a belt hanging above the ring. Like the Hardys, when the, not even the Hardys, Team 3D, like they had belts above the ring. I was like, this is great. So we might have the belts. We'll see. We'll see if it is a ladder. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be a great match. Those two are gonna have. That's good. Yeah, it's gonna be decent. Um. Come on, it's those two guys. Uh, I like one They're of them. Great. I like one of them a lot. So, um, but that wraps up this portion of uh, of Leedy's tonight. So it's time to fire up those peacocks. So if you're if you're watching right now on YouTube, if you're watching right now on Twitch, on Facebook, Twitter doesn't seem to work. You know, it's probably because I'm still banned from there from the last time I showed copyright material. Can you believe these guys? Yeah, I can't believe them not wanting people to use copyrighted material for. Yeah, what's that about? And so right now, what's going to happen is I'm going to toggle off YouTube, Twitch, Facebook. Head on over to trovo.live/fleeties because we're going to fire up those peacocks and we're going to enjoy some real independent wrestling, courtesy of the Juggalos, because this is Juggalo Night in America. So if you're listening to this on the podcast feed, first of all, you're going to be like, "Whoa, that was a huge audio drop," but uh, go over to subscribestar.com slash Vladies. Listen to the MP3 file of us watching uh, Bloody Mania 5. Now, full disclosure, we did not watch the whole thing. Uh, we started recording really late, and that meant uh, my son woke up, my wife woke up, my dogs woke up. Everybody was very awake at 12.30 a.m. Uh, at the time we wrapped this whole thing up. So, again, thank you so much. Go to subscribestar.com slash Vladies, and thank you again for this download here. Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equal $13.89 per month per $1,000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5 22 